When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week on the Danny Brown Show. So you play video games? Yeah. Which one? What, what you playing right now? I mean, I mainly play Fortnite. Oh my God! Yeah. I don't know if you even consider that playing video I mean, games. Uh, I ain't gonna. I don't know if this is white people shit. This might be just some weirdo shit. I mean, some people just care about the earth like that. But I don't know, motherfucker. That's a <laughs> man. That's just not what I'm trying to do, man. You ever been in a circle jerk? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough. Yo, 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 what's up, yo? Coming to y'all live from Austin, Texas at Wyoming Studios. It's the Danny Brown Show. I got the booth boys with me. You already know. What's up, fellas? What's up, man? What's up, Danny? How y'all doing today, man? Good. Chilling, man. Chilling. Yeah, man. Same here, man. We got no other than John from Portugal, the man in the house. How you doing, brother? I'm here. I'm doing it. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming through, man. You were just at ACL this weekend, man. We just talking about that, man. How how was the crowd out here, man? Was it? It was it was cool. You know, I have to uh, point out that the VIP pit that sits in the front of mm. main stage mm. everywhere these days, that shit's kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's like people that can afford that ticket don't mm-hmm. really... Yeah, that's. I be thinking they be up there being snobby and shit. That be yeah, the one motherfuckers not... that be chilling. You be thinking the people in the gen pop is the one that's going to turn up the most, you know? That's but the VIP pit was going up. I mean, y'all was killing shit then. That's what that is. So you got the um y'all just put out the new album, um, Chris Black, changed my life. Yeah, we put it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, man. One thing I can say about y'all, man, I um always just get like a hip hop feel from y'all shit, man. Like the way y'all incorporate the samples and shit like that, man, is just really. And then you like um, you're an amazing songwriter, brother. I would definitely got to give you your props on that, man. Cause um, but I got a theory though. You know, motherfuckers that come from cold places and shit, yeah. they always be able to lock in on that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Growing up in Alaska and shit. Like or that. even being in fucking Portland and shit, though. I feel like that's a place, too, that you can really... Because I don't know. It's like you be locked in. Like, you can really... Because me even being in Michigan, it's like you couldn't... You had to be trapped in for, like, at least two, three months out the year. And I would just be in my career writing and shit, working on music. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Man, that's so funny. So, like, I grew up in Alaska... Uh, parents were dog sled mushers, which is crazy to me. Yeah, so uh, we like lived in cabins growing up, and my dad had moved up in '71. Our whole record collection was pretty much pre-'70s. So growing up out there, like it's all we did was listen to Motown. Like mm-hmm. we just listened to music constantly. Motown shit though. Yeah, it was like Motown. I mean, it was we had like oldies radio. It was like the one station we could get, and it's just all we we listened to growing up. So it was like Motown. You know, Sam Cooke, uh, Beatles, obviously, mm-hmm. Rolling Stones, stuff like that. Dope. That's dope as fuck, man. So 
with the new album and shit, man, what what was the um process like recording this like? Uh, I mean, dude, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, honestly, um, our buddy Chris Black, who the album is named after, mm -hmm. he had started touring with us years ago. He was just like our, our funny friend who mm -hmm. would come out and he would crack jokes. And we're all like introverts. I mean, again, like I grew up in the woods. Yeah, that'd be I'm not too. really like looking to be on stage and be the center of attention. Chris would come out. He was like my security blanket. Like that dude would come out and he would dance and kind of crack jokes and take the attention off of us. Like kind of brought the band back together at a point where, I mean, it just felt like we needed somebody like that in the crew. And uh, he sadly passed in uh, 2019. And it was in the middle of this process. We had just started with Basker. Mm. So we were working with Jeff Basker, who is like, I mean, beyond incredible i don't know if you've been around that dude but no. he is i mean that is as good as you can be mm -hmm. at, at music and we had started working with him and uh yeah just everything kept throwing a, a wrench in the the process oh, you know like chris passing was pretty heavy for all of us and then the pandemic happened. Oh shit! Uh, I broke my jaw. How did you do? How did how, how that happen? It's, so, um, yeah, I guess it was a prior break. Just growing up in Alaska, you just had a broken jaw and just never know. Like I, I didn't know, man. I didn't know. But pressure built up over time, and just one day, yeah, I got this. Like we were up in Alaska, we were doing this AFN uh, Alaskan Federation of Natives conference, and I just had this big pop. And my jaw was just like, I mean, it was just like massive pain. Fuck. And I went in and the doctor said like, like, okay, so you broke your jaw. When did you break your jaw? And, I, and I'm like, I don't know, like three days ago. And he says, no, there's like, there's a break from when you were younger. You broke it in high school. Oh, shit. And yeah, I had no idea. But over the years, I mean, singing every single yeah, day. Yeah, that's what I'm like. You didn't never like, <laughs> no pain or nothing. It just was broke and shit. No, that's what's that's what's fucking weird about it. I I have this this thing now because I I was in pain for such a long time. I can't really tell when it's hurting, but I'll get like migraines or like oh, yeah. like what would happen happen during the pandemic is like I would just split teeth. I, I like split a few teeth during the pandemic. What the fuck? Uh, just the pressure building up. But uh, we are heading towards this like super intense surgery like they take off your jaw and they remove these mandibles and they they put in titanium so like i, I did pt for like a year uh just trying to get this like my jaw stable so even that put a like put the album on hold for a minute dude i could i couldn't do anything oh shit but there was a point when i finally started being able to sing again where i just went back in and just Kind of saying about everything that had been happening during this period. Oh shit! But I mean, there's a couple songs on the record too, like "Summer of Love" and uh, the the last track, "Anxiety." Like these are two songs that I was like singing. I mean, I was like, just like singing through my teeth, oh, trying shit. to get it out. Damn, man. So what's the um the song process like? Are you like going into like the production shit first, or did you get like inspired and like write the songs first and then figure it out and a lot of post shit? Well, working with Ace, so like I work with Asa Taconi mm -hmm. from Electric Guest. Uh, he is, he's just like one of those people who's really great at like, he just creates that space for you. Like he could be like vulnerable, talk about things that you probably wouldn't talk about in front of other people. I do it in song most of the time. I just put it in fucking songs. <laughs> yeah, I'm, me too, man. So I, I went in with Asa, we started writing songs. 
uh, a lot of this stuff is just Basker. Like Jeff Basker is such an amazing musician mm -hmm. and producer. Um, we just go in and he's so funny, man. Like you would say things to him like, like I'm, I'm thinking like maybe I'll do like this Willie Nelson type thing, and mm -hmm. you would sing something to Basker, and it's so annoying because he's so good. He, he would say things like, "Yo, that's not Willie. This is <laughs> Willie." Later, he would like sing something, and you'd be, you know, wildly impressed. Because even like um, um, the the single y'all had put out, "Dummy," like that shit. That that I don't know. It just give me like a like a Dilla vibes or some shit. They're not too far off of something that he would do. You know what I'm saying? Like. Cool. So I always like I always love when people could like genre bend in some sense. Like it gives me like feelings of like, oh shit, because I kinda like do the same thing. I can hear like a fucking, I don't know, a fucking jazz song or some shit and try to incorporate into my shit and, and, instead of just being influenced from rap. You know what I'm saying? I could take influence and get inspiration out of anything, man. So I would get kudos to y'all, man, for doing that shit, man, because y'all be killing that shit, dog. Yeah, I love how you do, man. Like that's really cool to hear. Thank you, brother. And I was like, I was just telling you, man, I, I'm pretty sure like a lot of motherfuckers, FIFA. <laughs> like, Y'all kill every fucking FIFA sucking soundtrack, man. But shit, man. All right, man, we'll jump into some of these Axe Dannys, man. You can always hit me up at Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. That's Danny at the DannyBrownShow.com. First up, we got Walgreens photo. Axe Danny! What's up, Danny? In 2013, I was a concert photographer and I worked at Walgreens running a photo lab. My boss asked if we can use my photo as a display, so I chose this photo of you. I took the photo at First Avenue when you played a show with Action Bronson. How do you feel about this? Touch my quadrante through the fence. Heavy neck. I don't know. I'm not like a fucking model type of looking motherfucker, man. But um, shouts out to you for doing that. You ever played First Avenue? Uh, yeah, of course. That was the um the venue. I always that's like one of my favorite venues to play because of Purple Rain and shit. Yeah, I was, look, I got a French shirt on today. Goddamn, <laughs> that came together right there, man. But yeah, man, because my mom used to fucking watch Purple Rain every fucking day. It was, and I I feel like she used to watch it more so because she would put it on and be like cleaning the house and shit. So I think she was just listening to the music and shit. But me, I was just trying to see Apollonia jump in the water with my little, <laughs> yeah. my little freaky ass. That's my favorite part. But yeah, man, Prince is like a fucking um. It was crazy, man. When 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 Prince passed, man, it was like so many people. Like like I don't. I mean, even for you guys, like like, do you record like a lot of songs when you're making the albums and shit? Yeah. And then like, cause, cause you got like a lot of shit just sitting around and shit. Like me, I I, I probably record about like mm, roughly thirty some songs, something like that. And then I I would just dwindle down. But as soon as he passed, like the next day, so much of these Prince songs just popped up on YouTube. It was almost like a Prince fan field day, man. Like I was just like, God, how much shit do he got, man? Like, and then just the way he would pop up, and he would just fucking just show up at any like small venue, like do real intimate sets and play for like fucking three hours and do shit like that, man. I like. That's a motherfucker that love music. So shouts out to Prince, man. I hate Percocets and shit, but that's the boy. <laughs> but that's my boy, man. I swear, man. Were you more of a, a Prince guy or a Michael Jackson guy? Oh, I'm Michael Jackson. I see. I can't never really hate on either either one. Like I hate <laughs> when people always try to put them up against each other and shit because they both got they. You know what I'm saying? It depends on like. Like, once Michael got into his bad shit, you know, when he started being on his rock shit, I can kind of understand where certain people would fell off. And, you know, but Prince, he always just been that shit from the beginning, you know? Yeah. So I never listened to Prince growing up. Mm -hmm. So I, I miss, like, this whole era. I've recently, I mean, I guess in the last few years, like, I love that song, Paisley Park. Hell yeah. I and mean, that song is so great. It just has a guitarist. Mm -hmm. I, Prince, to me, is 
probably all time great guitarist. I'm a, yeah, definitely. I, I'm only reason why I'm, I'm gonna say I'm a more of a Michael Jackson guy because he ain't make Bat Dance, and Bat Dance was fucking. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Prince was thinking about, man. I know he had a good time. It seems like he had a great time shooting that video, but fucking bad dance was horrible. All right, next up. Brother, go bye-bye. Hey, Danny. <laughs> you remember bad dance? Man? Yeah, of course. <laughs> My brother got caught with a gun recently and is looking at a solid amount of jail time. I'm really close to him, and I'm finding it hard to find any words of encouragement other than the obvious. Stop being a dumbass. Is there anything I can say or do to help lift his spirits up? Also, do you have any crazy prison stories? I remember you saying you had a stint in jail. Yeah, I went to jail, not prison. It's, it's two different things, man. Love the pie. Keep doing your damn thing, Nick. No, your brother's a fucking jackass, man. Anybody's just running around with a gun. Ain't nothing you can do for him when you go to jail and shit. Is fucking just write them. You know, motherfuckers really love them letters and shit. Send them some pictures or some shit. But I don't know. Depending on where you at, man, Um, you know, gun laws are different states. Some are stricter than others, man. So... I don't know. He might be going down for for a long time. Or sometimes, you know, you get caught with a gun, your first offense or something. They might just give him probation. But I don't know the situation, man. Are you a gun guy? Being from Alaska and shit, y'all don't do no hunting and shit? Yeah, we have guns. Yeah, uh, definitely y'all had guns <laughs> and shit. Guns. Yeah, I mean, we grew up with guns. I actually have uh, a little anecdote yeah. about hunting. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up, growing up in Alaska, it, everybody thinks we were hunters. Yeah, I, and I'm sorry if I if I did a stereotype there, but well, it's <laughs> dude, I grew up thinking that we all hunt. Mm -hmm. You know, like everybody I knew, like I mean, up until I was six years old, I remember going to like kindergarten and just running into kids who go hunting with their parents. Yeah, you know, everybody goes hunting with their dads. So. I've never been hunting. I've been taught how to shoot. I carry guns around. Uh, we're out in the woods. I mean, mm -hmm. we're we're kids, but we're we have bears, we have moose, yeah, things definitely. around. So this one day, it I mean, it's such a a wild thing for my dad to do. But my dad's home one day, and we're sitting there eating lunch, and we look out the window, and this moose walks by. But my dad moose. turns to me, he says, "Hey, you want to go hunting?" Mm. And I go. Yeah, of course. I, you know, this is crazy for me. Like, all of my friends go hunting. I've never been hunting. Yeah. You've shown me all this stuff. Let's go do it. Go get my snowsuit on. Get all ready to go out there. My dad's getting his gun. He's all ready. We go out. We track down this moose. And, I mean, this is the type of place Alaska is. Like, a moose walks by. Yeah. And you tra you track it down. How do you track it down, though? I, I mean, we just, just follow the tracks. The, the yeah. tracks. Yeah, so we, tra we track it out into the woods. And we're close to this moose. And the thing that people outside of states with moose don't understand, like, these are dangerous animals. Yeah, moose like, will fuck you up. Super aggressive. <laughs> like, they're fucking pissed. Like, the second they see you, they're angry. So we get close to this moose. And I'm sitting there. I'm really nervous. And my dad says, hey, are you ready? Mm. Are you ready? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the moose. Do you want to get the moose? And I nod to him. And I'm looking at the moose. Eye to eye, just, just looking <laughs> on Moose's eyes. I'm looking at the <laughs> And my dad, he's sitting there and there's no shot. I look back at my dad and he goes, are you sure you want me to get the moose? And I nod to him again. I look, no shot. Again, look back at my dad. Hey, Johnny, are you sure you want to get the moose? <laughs> you know, and I'm really, I'm just confused. I'm just a kid, so I'm, I'm looking at him, I'm confused. And he puts down the rifle and he says, you know what? We're not going to get the moose. All right. And he starts walking me back and he says, you know why? We don't need it. Mm -hmm. If you ever need that moose, it will be here. Yeah. And he was kind of teaching me a lesson about like, we can afford food right now. Like if there's a day, ever a time when you can't get food, 
that moose will be here waiting for you. Damn, y'all be eating moose and shit? <laughs> yeah, we eat moose. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind Bear. of... How does moose taste? Uh, moose is pretty gamey. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I kinda, I'm kinda down with the gamey meats and shit. Yeah, I'm a nasty good. motherfucker, man. I, I fuck with the gamey meats, man. Like the venison and all that shit, man. That shit is... Do some muck tuck. What's that? That's whale. Whale? Nah, that's a little crazy. It ain't that you many... You do that. I mean, I, 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 I do it for the story, but... I, that ain't, you know, if I see it on the menu, that ain't my first go-to. I'm gonna still pick the chicken. You know what I'm saying? I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You go back to uh, Alaska often? Yeah, of course. I mean, we were back a bunch this year. We shot a bunch of videos up there. Mm-hmm. And dude, I mean, it was fucking crazy. It was so unexpected. I mean, it hasn't been snowing in Alaska. Like, it's, there's just barely been any snow the last few years. And then just out of nowhere, well, we were shooting our videos like two and three feet oh, every shit. single time I came back. Oh, shit. But the sickest shit is, do, do you ride snow machines? Snowmobiles? No, snowmobiles. But I remember as a kid, um, all the drug dealers had them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all like the balling drug dealers in my hood, they all had snowmobiles and shit. But it's like a big thing in like the Upper Peninsula and shit. Oh, uh, dude, the new, the new sleds are so sick. Oh, like, shit. It's crazy, like super lightweight. Lots of power. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Yeah. So we're going to go up there. You're going to come up with I'm us. I'm down. I, w- I actually <laughs> had right before tuck. the fucking um, pandemic and all that shit happened, I had a show in Alaska. I've never been up there. And I was kind of excited to go, man, even though, you know, it's cold and shit. But I just always, I don't know. I, I, I remember watching um like an old, um, I can't remember, was it Rap City or some some one of those? But they had like a, um, they had like a whole like, um, like a hip hop scene in Alaska and shit, man. I just wanted to go check shit out, man. I remember it was a rapper. I think his name was Joker. Joker, Bail Bondsman. Yeah, yeah. Joker, Bail Bondsman. <laughs> yeah. He used to always have his videos come on there. I was like, man, I don't know. Alaska look kind of tight, man. But yeah, I wanted, I was I was excited to go up there. I think I was playing a college or something up there. I think in Juneau, maybe. But I don't know, man. Whoa, that's sick. I've never been to Juneau. Oh, shit. So where are you um, at in Alaska? Oh, so we're like interior. I grew up in a place called Kinnick outside of Wasilla. It's just north of Anchorage. Like 40, 40 miles, and then uh, up in Healy, outside of Denali. Okay, but yeah, you know, Alaska is just—I'm very intrigued by places in America that doesn't seem like you know, like it's just like it's like its own world up there, you know, like the whole culture and everything and shit. Yeah, man. I mean, it fucking is. Like it—it it is by far the most beautiful place I've ever been and most unique. I mean, when I go back back home, I've I've been gone a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just we've toured for forever. Yeah. And every time I go back home, that's home. There's no place like Alaska. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got cassette tapes. Hey, Danny, very excited for Kawanta to drop. Scaring the hose, the only cassette I own. That's considered a Danny Brown project. I would love to have hot soup all the way. All right, this motherfucker asked me, am I going to make a tape? No, man, I'm not making a fucking tape, man. Even though I do have a um, a huge collection of um, tapes and um, and I was just collecting tapes because, you know, we in hip-hop and shit, sampling and shit, most, you know, you use vinyl and shit. 
And I was like, man, maybe we start getting some tapes because it's easy to pack. And I would have these fucking, like, I remember my old house, man, I was collecting vinyl and so much. And it would just take up so much fucking room, you know? So I was like, man, maybe get, because you can get all that shit on tapes as well. I was like, man, tapes, I can, you know, store them better and have tapes and shit. But I didn't realize how hard it is to sample from tapes, man. My fucking fingers was fucking getting raw from rewinding and forwarding and going back. You know, when you got the vinyl, you could just run it back and do shit like that. I'm like, oh, I don't know if this tape process is going to really work out. But I like the sounds that tapes give. They got this warm, fuzzy feeling to them. And, that you know, they got a nice little warble to them sometimes. But no, it didn't work out. But no, I'm not putting any tapes out, man. I feel like tapes is like a, a novelty thing right now to release. Put out the fucking tapes, dude. You ever put out a tape? Yeah, people are asking. No, fuck yeah. that. I ain't put, <laughs> put out no put fucking out tape, tape, man. I used to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a good merch thing, you know, but no, nah, I mean, I put out a vinyl, you know. I mean, that's more of a collector's thing, man. Tapes, man. I remember, man, motherfuckers used to steal your tapes. You could just put the motherfuckers in your pocket, man. You know how many times motherfuckers stole a tape from you, man? That shit sucked, man. All right, next up we got um white people shit. White people shit. We always um talk about white people shit here. Good. You know, what I'm I got a lot. I, of I know it. in Alaska, I'm hearing about the the dog sleds and shit, man, and fucking eating whales and shit. It definitely sounds like you definitely know a lot about some white people shit. So <laughs> we got rock tumbler. Hey, Danny, I've been listening to your show recently, and I've been wondering if you think tumbling rocks is white people shit. It's basically where you put rocks. It's basically where people put rocks they find in a tumbler with some kind of cleaner and polish and make them look all shiny after. Let me know what you think. Would you tumble some rocks? Best regards. Duke Sunyer. Um, I ain't gonna, I don't know if this is white people shit. This might be just some weirdo shit. I mean, some people just care about the earth like that. But I don't you know motherfucker that's a... <laughs> to tumble rocks? I mean, collecting rocks and shit, you just see a rock and be like, oh shit, I would love to see what that motherfucker look like cleaned up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that never came across my own thoughts, you know? I mean, I remember just being a kid and the motherfucker that came in from recess and he had a bunch of rocks in his pocket, he got sent to the slow class. So I never really was a motherfucker that wanted to uh, collect rocks and shit. You know about this rock tumbling thing? I know of rock tumbling, yes. <laughs> yeah. That never been nothing, that never been on my radar. So motherfuckers just get I mean, I, I don't I, I don't see the um I don't know the end game in this. Like I mean obviously they have a nice shiny rock, but um like wh- what's the fun in this? <laughs> I wanna clean my rocks up and shit. Yeah, that's um no, that's not something I'm gonna do. I mean I got I'm I got too much. To, they make video games and shit. We got social media. It's all type of cool internet shit going on now. That I I can spend my time with. And um, I mean I guess you won with the herb. This is definitely some toe ring bitch kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> all the bitches with toe rings, man. They be having a bunch of rocks in their sinks and shit. All right. <laughs> I can see that. But yeah, man, I'm not up on um no um rock tumbling, man. So what was um like. <laughs> All right, I'm lost. I'll I, I jump yeah. to some. <laughs> I jump to some. Would you rather's, man? I'm, I'm, my mind is blown right now. All right, circle jerk. Would you rather? Hey, Danny. Question: You and four homies locked in a room, and the only way out is to jerk off in a circle. But one of you has to sit it out, even though he still has to be in a room as some sort of passive bystander. Would you rather be the guy sitting out or join in on a session? Keep it up. The podcast is amazing. Brian from Denmark. I'm definitely joining in the session. I ain't about to catch no friendly fire. I'm the one shooting off, man. I'm not about to watch a bunch of motherfuckers (laughs) 
bust a nut and I ain't about to get in on the action. That's not something I'm down with, man. That's just not what I'm trying to do, man. You ever been in a circle jerk? (laughs) (laughs) Oddly enough, I was in a conversation about this last night. Really? Yeah. And and our buddy sat it out. Oh, he sat it out? Yeah. Yeah, I I can... (laughs) I'm gonna have to join in on the you phone. Need a, on that you need one. a good ref. Nah, that's <laughs> crazy, man. Just imagine you be the one sitting it out and you just catch the friendly fire. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> down with they're that. They're not looking at you. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Shit, shit splatters everywhere, man. All right, man. You catch one of them ropes to the eyes. All right. Cool guess a collab. Hey, Danny, would you rather do a podcast episode with Patrice O'Neill as a guest or do a collaborative EP with MF Doom? Big fan from Nairobi, Kenya. Shout out, Peter. I definitely would rather do a podcast with um, Patrice O'Neill. Because I don't want to have to fucking rap with MF Doom, man. That's like one of the fucking best rappers in the world. Can you imagine what my brain would be going through trying to fucking figure out some shit to fucking rap with this motherfucker? Like, even you, you were just talking about, um, y'all did some shit with um, Black Thought. And just like, just next level rapping motherfuckers, man. Where you like, man, that shit just boggles my mind. Like, I can rap and shit, but I ain't that. Like, where you be like, you hear these motherfuckers like, I, I'm good, but I ain't that good. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I, I, I like my life, and I'm having a good time. <laughs> I don't want to get depressed, like, trying to record with somebody, man. Yeah, walking into the studio thinking, say something smart. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's not the best way to make music. So, what was it like working with um, Black Duck? Uh, He kind of fucked me up, if I'm being honest. I mean, we did, so we did a few songs together. We had been sitting with Sean C and uh, working on music in Portland and Tariq is coming out so he flies out one night he's on a red eye see he's he's fucking tired when he shows up and to portland to portland and we're working in sandy bodecker's studio it's just i mean it's such a sick place and we're in there and he sits down on the couch and he's like let me hear what you're working on and we start playing through the songs and he's he's sitting there he's texting the whole time he's like <laughs> listening to music and he's just like Next song, next song, he's texting. And I was sitting there like, holy shit, like we just put in all this work and he is, he's not feeling it, you know? And he's sitting there and after like 25 minutes of like going through the songs, he's like, go back to the first one. Okay, is, is the mic ready? Oh shit. And, and like, oh, it's right over here. Like show, show him in. He goes in and start to finish in the entire song. And the thing is, the thing that fucked us up was he left his phone out there with us. Mm-hmm. And he had been writing lyrics oh, the yeah. whole time. <laughs> and he had already committed it to memory. God and damn. dude, when he went in, he goes, he goes through the entire song, start to finish, gets to the end, and he goes, Hey, about two minutes and, and forty seconds, I said, The authority is historically bankrupt. Can you put me in there? Punch me in right there. What the fuck? And Trump punches him in. And again, he just calls out another time and like where he should be in the song, delivers the rest of the song, and that was it. God damn he it, was, man. He was done. And, and I mean, that happened to us a couple of times with him. He came out, he freestyled with us. Oh, shit. And, went, and it was just like, hey, is the studio open? Went into the studio and just delivered his freestyle. freestyle. Like at a show? Freestyle at a show. Oh, shit. Yeah, we did like a, a march, for, march for our lives. We were doing, like, kids were marching against gun violence in the city. And uh, he was staying up the street. He, dude, he popped out and like showed up for the kids, which was sick as fuck yeah, anyway. But yeah, he remembered his freestyle, went, went back in and did that. There's no way, like my brain does not work like that. Fuck no, mine don't either, man. I think I destroyed my shit with all the fucking drugs <laughs> and shit. But that, that shit do give me hope. 
like like with rapping and shit or just making music in general is like man i mean you know some people they feel like the older you get you might lose a step or something like that but when i see rappers like black thought or even like doom like as time went on and went on like these motherfuckers get better with age type shit so i just really hope and pray to the heavens that i'm 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 lucky enough to be one of those guys that can fucking age well with it man because I wouldn't want to be fucking going toe-to-toe with fucking Black Thought. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is, fuck no. I'm cool on that one, man. (laughs) All right, next up we got chocolate treats. Hi, Danny. Would you rather eat poo-poo flavored chocolate or chocolate flavored poo-poo? Much love all the way from Albertine, Scotland. Your pal. You're not my pal. (laughs) To think of some shit like this. Um, Definitely chocolate flavored poo-poo. I mean, mean, regardless of what it looked like. You know, just, yeah, interesting. Why are you thinking about eating poo poo though, man? You are you okay? Do you need some help? Do you need someone to talk to? Um, you can, I mean, DM me or something, man. Seems like you got some shit going on. I mean, um, <laughs> wait, have you, have, you, have you ever done like the Jelly Belly, like uh, yeah, the man. booger flavor? Yeah, and... I've done that shit, man, and it's not a good time. It's not a good time, but I feel like I would prefer if one of them was. Poop flavored. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, Instead of eating poop. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't care what it looked like. It's a lot of food that looked fucked up that tastes good. You know what I'm saying? So the actual, <laughs> the aesthetic of it is not, you know, that's not going to fucking turn me off. I mean, but eating <laughs> shit, man, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that, once once you bust that motherfucker open, man, that shit, that's when they really get to the real deal of it. You know, that's what that shit, that shit fucking comes out. Like you ever fucking cut a turd in half? <laughs> That motherfucker, you start seeing smoke coming out and shit like that, man. It should be just, it already, it's already banging just regular. But once you split that shit down the middle, man, yeah, the poop knife. Yeah, these motherfuckers told me about the poop knife the other day, man. Well, a few episodes ago, man. You ever heard of a poop knife? I have heard of a See, poop knife. See, this is some real white people shit. I didn't even know about it. That shit existed, man. Like, what kind of, what kind of monster dumps is motherfucker taking where they need to cut this shit up, man? I mean, you know, I, I guess it's just based on where you live. Some some people got different motherfucking toilet situations and shit. And, you know, shit ain't flushing right, you know. Thank I, God in Texas, man, we got a strong flow. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know if I ever need a poop knife, man. But, no, I'm, I'm not copping this, man. Can you imagine seeing that on on, 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 a, on a motherfucking Amazon shit? Like, nigga, you bought a poop knife? Like, what the fuck? You need some fiber in your diet, man. Like, you got to, shit ain't going right, man, in your life, man. Well, you got to buy a poop knife, man. But nah, man, I'm I'm cool on that. All right, man, let's spin the wheel. We'll get ready. <laughs> we'll get ready to get up out of here. Travis Kelsey, are you a football fan? No, not really much in the sports. Yeah, I've been a football fan because I've been um well I've been watching. I'm not really I can say you know I play you know Madden or, but I've been betting on football this year and um so I've been watching a lot of football. But I mean I guess everybody talking about Travis Kelsey because he's dating Taylor Swift now, which is kind of crazy to me, man. It just lets you know, man. Like once you just like get with a high profile, how much shit just changed. Like now he's they talking about this motherfucker on like fucking women talk shows and shit like that, you know. But I, I don't know, man. If I could ever be like that, I I, I don't want to be like known for who I'm dating and shit like that. Like I want to, I like to keep my shit private, you know. Like so, that, I'm pretty sure that's hard for him. But 
Travis Kelsey, he seems like a cool enough guy, you know. Like he looks great. Yeah, motherfucker. I mean, shit, motherfucker, muscles and shit, man. He got a fucking <laughs> football, man. It's it's a dangerous sport, man. But yeah, I've been watching more football this year, man. Um, kind of, I kind of did good on Monday, so I, I I wanted to talk some shit about how much money I've been losing, but I kind of did pretty good this Monday, man. Wait, do you do fantasy? Yeah, I mean, you know, just betting and shit. I mean, not betting, you know, but you know, couple wow. doing a little waging. Doing a little waging, man. I'm, I'm my, my girl. She's really, she's really worried about me because she's seen how happy I was this this week. She's like, don't let this be a, <laughs> don't let this be a a thing. Cause you know me and and my sobriety and all that shit. Now she's like, you just going to change an addiction for another addiction. And I and I, I I definitely know gambling is an addiction. You know, I've I've seen my grandma's and you know when when Detroit first introduced casinos the, the everything just changed in the entire city man so you're not a gambling person at all never like go to vegas and play some slots and shit like that no nah, man i see i always bet that's what music is to me like music is that gamble yeah. it's like oh, Yo, fuck you're it. right. let's go let's i've definitely bet and lost a few times yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i guess that hurts more than fucking losing money man when you be like this shit's gonna work this shit's gonna work like nah it ain't work it's cool but no, one thing um I do like, man, about music, man, is just when the risk does pay off, you know, like um, cause it's it's like I said, um, I've got this new album coming out, and I, I'm definitely starting to get the anxiety. And I thought I was good, man. I'm like, cause the last few albums, man, I but I was drinking shit. I was, I was, you know, I was I was hiding my emotions with other things. Now I ain't got nothing to turn to. It's just me, you know. And last night I was in bed and I guess, you know, put the new single out and shit and it just was just laying in bed and I was just like, fuck, I hope people like this shit, man. Which shouldn't even be like a thought, I feel like, you know, but I don't know, man. We still human beings at the end of the day, man. Did that ever get to you too, though? Like releasing a new album and just get the jitters and shit like. Yeah, of course. Dude, I mean, it's it's the weirdest thing that you put something out that is just immediately judged. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it's been. I, it's always been like that. Yeah. Like, you kind of just get judged. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I think that's part of, like, what you what you do. You kind of go and you just make the shit that you want to make. Mm-hmm. Gamble, roll the dice. <laughs> yeah, you just exactly. got to gamble and roll the dice and hope shit works out, man. But, yeah, man, I, um, yeah, I, I've, I've been getting anxiety, man. But I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm real confident in it. You know, like I'm, I'm happy with the product I made. I had a lot of time. Like I've actually was making it during the pandemic as well and shit. So I've had a lot of time to sit on it, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what, I, what, I, what I made and shit. But I don't know. I'm just, if anything, I'm probably, you know, excitement and, and that could be a little anxiety. So anything, I'm probably excited more so than like scared of, you know, what people are gonna think about. I'm just probably more excited to get it out and get back on the road and shit and having fun with that. Cause um. Like just doing this last tour, man. Um, this is my first tour I done sober and shit. And it was like being on stage became like a therapy thing for me. Like I was happy. Like it was fun just to see the people that enjoy the music and shit. Where before I used to be like, let me just get this shit over with, kind of, you know. So I was just happy just to see the people to do, enjoy the shit I make. And I was just getting like a high from that almost, man. So yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. You know what I mean? Because you get like this adrenaline rush when you get off stage, and it's almost one of those kind of things where I'm like fuck what did i used to do to calm myself down like motherfucker used to be getting fucked up and shit like yeah. that and now i was just like Whoa. i mean that's the weirdest thing about playing music like you're kind of almost like force fed that mm-hmm. like you, you kind of like show up and it's like here's the drink here's, yeah. here's everything honestly for me like 
I, I'm pretty much a natural introvert. I want to mm-hmm. play video games. Like I want to be in my room. I want to mm-hmm. be with my family. I want to be at home. The thing that I love about music is being there with people who are there for the same thing. Yeah. Like I love I love being like an like a bedroom artist who goes out and there's a lot of people in my bedroom. Yeah. And like this is so fucking cool. Like we're here like experiencing this together. That's always been fun for me. I mean, I used to play like f- with my back to the audience. I would oh, just, shit. Dude, I, I can't really handle I don't look at audiences. Like, I don't I really used to just keep my that. eyes closed. I would just close my eyes and just, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, I think that's one of the processes I love about making music the most is like, I'm the first to hear it type shit. Like, you motherfuckers just don't know. Yeah. I got some shit. <laughs> and be in my room just listening to the shit, jamming out to the shit by myself. So, you play video games? Yeah. Which one? What, what you playing right now? I mean, I mainly play Fortnite. Oh my god! Yeah. I don't know if you even consider that playing video I mean, games. Uh, god damn it! I like Fortnite. playing with my squad, dude. Oh shit, man! <laughs> Fuck. I have Fortnite. friends. Yeah. I have friends. I don't. I don't. God damn it, Fortnite! I mean, um, I have Fortnite because um, my girl nieces they come over. They like to play Fortnite, man. Fortnite is just one of those games where when it first came, it just took the world by storm, kind of. It was like I remember motherfuckers coming to me like, man. You play Fortnite, you play Fortnite, and then I was like, I, I tried it out, but it was like, I was, I was maybe too far back from the curve already, you know, like, motherfuckers just building shit, like, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I couldn't catch up to this shit, man, I was like, alright, man, it's certain games that have come out, man, and I feel like if you don't get to jump on it, and you don't play it first, the fucking, the competition just get too high, man, and you can't even have a good time with the shit, you know? And Fortnite is one of those games for me. Right now, I'm, um, oh, I, oh, Cyberpunk released a new DLC, so I've been I've been getting my cyberpunk on, which I love, man. Really? Yeah, cyberpunk is great, man. I know a lot of people talk shit about it, but I've been a cyberpunk supporter since day one. Motherfuckers know I ain't, I ain't capping. I've been telling these motherfuckers <laughs> cyberpunk is a beast. Now everybody's coming around the corner and being like, oh, cyberpunk is good. But no, cyberpunk is great, man. I really love it, man. So, all right, man. We'll get it. Let's spend a wheel one more time. We'll get out of here because that Travis Kelsey shit wasn't. I ain't get my. <laughs> I didn't really get my. Do you know what I'm saying? Pretty sure you know about you know about ice fishing. Huh? I know about ice fishing. <laughs> <laughs> ice fishing, which you know, it, to me, it looks like a good time. Uh yeah, I mean, it's a good time. Drill a hole in the ice. Yeah. Pull up a fish. Mm-hmm. What kind of? <laughs> That's essentially it. I mean, I mean, but what is the appeal of it? Like, I never really like. I I think typically it's subsistence. Like it's it's to feed people. I mean, yeah, of course right? that, but I mean, like, is it like a different type of fish that live on the ice and shit, or is it like... Whoa, that's a crazy question. Oh, it's just fish, <laughs> fish just live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ain't no catfish under the ice, the motherfuckers, I know they like niggas. The motherfuckers, in, they only in hot water only, you know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, it's, it, I mean, I don't know. Is it different type of fish that live on the ice, man? I don't know. Is yeah, I mean, fish... there's like lake trout. There's okay. there's different things. I mean, when you go out, so uh, you go out to like villages, mm-hmm. and you'll have like seal live live under the ice. I mean, that's not ice fishing, yeah. but there's there's seals. There's there, that's where you get your food. What kind of fish is under the ice? That's what I'm saying, man. I feel like the appeal of that would be like you can only get a certain type of fish. 
That's under the bus. I guess. That, I mean, I'm. I'm I'm a nigga, man. I don't know, man. I might be dope. I, I love this question. <laughs> <laughs> Goldfish live under ice? Yeah, that's why every time you buy one and you put that motherfucker in there, they just die. They be like, nigga, I ain't supposed to live in no fucking <laughs> small-ass bowl. All right, man. Well, I guess. All right. Thank you for coming through, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we about to get in this motherfucker. Yeah, thank you so much, man. The new album is great, man. Fucking man, it was a um, it was an honor to work with you too on that fucking um, the evil friends shit, man. And that was um, yeah, man, that was great, man. But um, yeah, so we about this motherfucker, man. Shouts out to y'all. See me same time, same channel. You already know what it is. Shouts out Portugal, the man, my boy John up in the house. We see y'all, motherfuckers. We out.